What a privilege to have you join us now for Until All Have Heard, a weekly conversation with Ed Cannon, the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Ed, I hope you're doing okay today. I'm doing great. Right? Yeah, but I have no idea what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk just... about signs of life. Ah, we're going to open the scriptures together today. Well, I knew that, that. much. You know, yeah, I knew and that. Uh, we're going to share some listener comments. I, I think our listeners appreciate hearing what listeners around the world are saying mm-hmm. about FEBC. I know they always encourage me. Yeah, yeah, me as well. And as I've said many times on this podcast, the real encouragement is to our broadcasters who are right. living in the middle of it and. And so encouraged by even a tiny seed, even a tiny comment from Mm. one or two listeners brings them great joy. They share with each other, hey, let me read you this testimony that we heard from a listener today. Hey, before we turn to the scriptures, um, there's there's two kinds of success, I think. There's the success you measure in numbers. And there's the success you measure in terms of how deep are we affecting people spiritually. I mean, that's another another uh, uh, measurement altogether. But mm-hmm. let's talk about the numbers for a moment. Uh, yeah. They are astounding to me. I'm a, I'm a broadcaster in the U.S. who has spent years on the radio and looking at radio ratings in the U.S. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're content with, uh, you know, a minuscule number of the population Maybe listening half a percent to, or, to any one radio yeah, station. Yeah. That's not true for FEBC, though, is it? Well, it really isn't, um, and we just give thanks to God for the kind of numbers that we've seen over the years, and um, we have as many as 20 million a day on the social media and the website in China, a country that's absolutely forbidden. Every time we say something like that, I have to I have to let that sink in for a moment. Yeah. 20 million people yeah. in a day. Yeah. Touched somehow by FEBC, whether through radio or social media, yeah. uh, apps, uh, smartphone apps, yeah. downloads. I mean, that's amazing. Well, you know, um, we've been talking a lot about Ukraine because the situation there is is changing. And uh, it, as a sideline, you know, the American people kind of have forgotten that there's a war in Ukraine. Uh, there's a lot of focus on Israel at the moment, sure. the Gaza and the yeah. war. And, and we're and all it, saddened by that. And it's course. horrible. Yeah. And 20 to maybe 25,000 people have died there. It's terrible. Many innocent people have died, and it is horrible. But in Ukraine, there's over 500,000 that have died. So let's not forget the pain and and anguish in that country. Yes. So, yeah. oh, so I started talking about Ukraine because of a population of, I think, of about 45 million people. Um, FEBC will on some days have as many as 4 million listening. That's 10% of the population. <laughs> you go to big broadcasters here in the U.S., not just Christian broadcasters like Salem or Moody that would love to have 1% or 2 or 3%, but you look at secular media. If CNN could have 10% of the population sure. listening, they would be overjoyed. The stock price would raise. And it's great to have that success in numbers, but FEBC has the other kind of success, I feel, as well, in going deep into those people's lives. And that's the evidence we see from the testimonies we get from listeners. Yeah. When they tell us how much our broadcasts—actually, I should say, how much God's Word mm-hmm. has changed their life. Why don't you read us one of those? Yeah, ones? this comes from Japan. Now, think of how difficult it is to reach people in Japan with the gospel. This listener says, I thank you for your warm programs every night. I wrote to you about my emptiness. I asked why I was created and how I could believe in God. Believe it or not, I was baptized. I'm now a Christian. And that's so important to hear from the country of Japan, a country that um, 
that we love and, and pray about constantly for our broadcast there, but so few people are open enough to respond to the gospel call. And, and, and I don't believe that it's because our broadcasts aren't effective, because those who do listen love the FEBC broadcasts. It's just the hearts of the Japanese people are closed to the opportunity to hear the gospel. So to hear a listener who was not only this moved, but was publicly baptized, which is kind of a thing in Japan mm-hmm. that many are— Yeah, it's, it's not a secret faith when you're baptized publicly then. Right, but the people in Japan, I think, would not look at that as something that's— well, certainly it's not popular. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, we're calling this conversation Signs of Life, and I just had to ask you about those numbers because they always, you know, put me on my heels. I mean, I just can't believe what God is doing through this ministry. Yeah, but, you know, I, I was kind of thinking about, as you were speaking, the signs of life. And in many of the scorched earth places where FEBC is broadcasting, like Japan, uh, like Indonesia, like Ukraine, where things seem to have been, like, destroyed. Uh, Very, very, very few listeners. We had a small fire in my neighborhood in California. It was a brush fire, a very large piece of, you know, uninhabited land. It was weeds and trees. Had a fire and they put the fire out. And I was watching as jet black. It was just black earth. Hmm. But Wayne, in about a month, there was green stuff popping up everywhere. And it reminds me that as FEBC is serving in these places that are scorched or absent of any evidence of God's Word, the little things that we do see here and there, a small green sprout, some testimony from a listener in Japan, some testimony from a listener uh, in Thailand amongst the minorities that give us hope and proof that God's Word is creating this new life coming. Yeah. Why don't you read the Hamon yeah. listener Oh, okay, testimony. sure. Uh, this comes from a listener. Uh, this dear, would be in northern Thailand. Mm-hmm. Dear FEBC, I want you to know I accepted Jesus as my Savior through your programs. Many Hamon listeners to your broadcasts, I pray that FEBC will continue to teach us about God's Word and encourage us to keep strong in the Lord. So this is a testimony that speaks not just of the evangelical nature of broadcasting the Word, But these are people who have already become believers, maybe through the radio, maybe not. It doesn't matter to us. But our broadcasts are strengthening them. They're creating disciples, which is actually Christ's command to us. He says, go ye therefore and proclaim the gospel to every tribe and tongue and nation, making them disciples Mm -hmm. and baptizing them in the name of the Father. So the Japan listener was baptized. This Hmong listener is becoming a disciple and planning on going forward with his proclamation of God's Word. Which leads us right into our conversation about the Scripture here today, the parable of the growing seed in Mark chapter 4. A couple of verses, verse 26 and 27, The kingdom of God is like this, he said, A man scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, although he doesn't know how. Yeah, I think about that just like our our staff They've got a radio, and they know many people can listen. They're doing their broadcasts. They can't see the audience. They don't know where they are. They don't know their names. They don't know the circumstances. But they're casting the seed in great confidence that God's Word will produce sprouts mm-hmm. and grow. That that parable goes on to say, 
the soil produces the crops by itself. First the blade, then the head, then the mature grain in the head. But when the crop permits, he immediately puts in the sickle because he knows the harvest has come. So we broadcast the word so that people will come to know Christ, become followers of Christ, and then continue to broadcast the word so that they become disciples of Christ and create their own fruit. That's what this parable is all about. Trust God. You don't need to know the audience. You need to know that you spread the word on the soil, and it will grow because of his work, not because of our work. And soon those sprouts will become mature grain in the field. And then he compares this to the kingdom of God in verse 30. Go on. Verse 30, he said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God or what parable can we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed that when sown upon the soil is the smallest of all the seeds on the ground. And when sown, it comes up and grows taller than any of the garden plants and produces large branches so that the birds of the sky can nest in its shade. So you know what, Wayne, this reminds me that we need to pray for our broadcasters who have this great confidence that their tiny little seed of the gospel broadcast on the radio to a faceless audience that they can't see, that they don't know, but they know they're out there. And they know that very few of them know the Word of God, but that that tiny little mustard seed, through their faith, their uh, uh, adherence to the command of God to be faithful about proclaiming the Word, will grow into a great tree. It will produce mature grain so that the Holy Spirit may harvest that in terms of eternal life. Well, the same thought continues in John chapter 12, doesn't it? You want to turn there? I'm looking at uh, verse 24. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to life eternal. That's a tough verse, Wayne. Why did you pick that one? (laughs) I want to put you on the spot. (laughs) Well, of course, the dying of the grain is, I think, a reference to Christ uh, dying for all of us so that we may live through his work, not ours. But the verse that says, he who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for life eternal. That's such a hard verse because, of course, we all love our life. I know. We love our family. We love the things that God has blessed us with. Uh, We've just come through the Christmas season. We love the joy of celebrating as a family. But it says, if we love that life, we'll lose it. Let me tie this mustard seed uh, parable into this comment from a listener in Korea. I've always doubted the existence of God. I believed in God when things were good, but denied God when my heart was troubled. Lately, with my body and mind weary, I once again denied the existence of God. Nevertheless, I listened to FEBC Korea, and something amazing happened. I firmly believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose again because he loved me. With my new faith, I started to praise him regardless of my circumstances and surroundings. I've also discovered God's purpose for me, and that was for me to rejoice always. God's word transformed me. The devil tries to attack me by finding opportunities, but every time I will trust in the Lord who always protects me and is overcome with the thoughts that God provides. Praise ye the Lord. 
Well, Wayne, um, I love hearing testimonies like that. They almost choke me up when I hear that. And this is not exclusive to FABC's broadcast. Of course, God's doing this in the lives of people yes. everywhere. Yes. Here in the United States, uh, in places like Pakistan, uh, in very dark places in the Middle East and and everywhere around the world. But it's because of his death that we have this opportunity to proclaim that. Mm-hmm. That that verse you were reading in John chapter 12 wraps up by saying, if anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. So I think about, yes, he's talking about someone who must not love their own life. And this verse kind of helps me understand that. If we're serving him, we must follow him. We must follow him even to the cross. Jesus said in several circumstances, if you would be my disciple, you must deny yourself. And in Luke, he says, and pick up your cross daily and follow me. That's what he's saying here. If anyone serves me, he must follow me even into dark and difficult Mm -hmm. places. And where I am, there my servant will be also. That's a bit encouraging, but the next line, and if anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. We're here on this earth to give glory to God, and if he honors us, what a blessing. What an unbelievable, undeserving blessing we get that the Lord will honor us. But Christ is crystal clear here. Don't love your life. Give it up. Give it up for me so that you can serve me and serve me to follow me everywhere I go. And where I am, there my servant will be. And anyone who serves me, the Father will love and honor him. Yeah. Wow, what a great lesson for it us. It ties into one of our previous podcasts. We talked about obedience, the importance of obedience and abiding in the vine. One more listener comment, this one from Southeast Asia. I'm happy to report that FEBC's programs have made a big difference in the lives of many. People have come to know Christ, and many are repenting of their sins. We've grown in our spiritual lives with much depth through your lessons and sermons. Thank you. Now, that comes from Southeast Asia. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we're talking a lot about casting seed and the seed growing and the fact that the seed's growing because of Christ, not us. But I, I'd be remiss if I didn't turn back to the beginning of Mark chapter 4, the parable of the sower and the soils. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Th- this sower He's casting the seed everywhere, mm-hmm. on the hard path, in the rocky soils, amongst the thorns, and on the fertile ground. As broadcasters, we don't know where the fertile ground it's is. An appropriate image for us, isn't it? Yes, we're yeah. broadcasting, which is actually what this sower was mm-hmm. doing. He's casting seed. He's broadcasting. But we have to have faith that God's Word will produce what God wants it to produce, no matter where it's cast. He knows who's going to respond. We don't. We trust in him to put his word faithfully on the radio to cast into these dark places in the world. So as we wrap this program up today, could you pray that the seeds that the FEBC broadcasters are sowing in dark places amongst the rocky soil and on the hard path will find some opportunity to spread root into the soil so that mature grain will be produced, that soul will be saved, 
and that they will go on to produce fruit amongst other people. And the unreached will be reached with the gospel, which is something we've talked about before and often here in the program. Speaking of that, we have something called Unreached in Focus, which can help you focus on this need to reach people who have never heard the gospel. FEBC is committed to this with its programs, and you can learn more about it individually and as a church if you want to sign up for Unreached in Focus at febc.org. Ed, would you just conclude with a brief word of prayer today? Thank you, Wayne. Lord, we, uh, we're so grateful for your word. We're so grateful for the clarity of what you have proclaimed in the Gospels, that the kingdom of God um, will come when we're faithful to cast the seed in such a way that it will produce mature grain. We're grateful, Lord, for many people around the world who have dedicated their lives to being radio broadcasters in difficult places and, uh, and proclaiming the truth of your gospel in the language of the native people. And as we conclude this prayer, Lord, we pray for those who have yet heard mm-hmm. that when the gospel penetrates their mind, gets into their heart, their heart will be open and they'll be responsive in such a way as to come to faith. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege we have to share this with our listeners here in the United States. Uh, as we place our faith and trust in you. And we pray in the name of your Son, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Until all have heard, thank you for listening. Thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson. More information, of course, as always, at febc.org. We'll see you next time on Until All Have Heard.